You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my Live from Podcast Detroit and Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. It's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rocky, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at podcastdetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do? What time is it? It's nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Happy Hump Day. Happy Hump Day. I was born to quiet dogs. Wow. You need a a t-shirt. I quiet (laughs) dog whisperer. Uh, Gina, does that that include your husband? (laughs) Jackie, remember, we said I wasn't going to say anything mean about our husband. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. When were we going to start that? I, I didn't think we had an original date on that. I thought it was just an idea. Um, wasn't that today? Were we starting oh, that today? Oh. I like the sun behind you, Gina. You like the what? The sun that you have behind you. Oh, yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty. It's yeah. so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful it's out today, day. too. I know. Yeah. I think Another beautiful better. day in the neighborhood. Yeah. It is. I. I went for when I went for my walk this morning with the dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I was contemplating which coat to put on because I thought it might be a little chilly. But anyway, yeah, it was beautiful it's that kind of weather. You don't know what to wear. Yeah, I know. Nice. All right. Okay. So so, so so welcome to uh, Wednesday. Yeah. So um, I hear um, Rocky has a dating profile. <laughs> No, Rocky does not. Um, I did have this hilarious story. I was, uh, you know, I I, the Mojo and Morning fan, and they Mm -hmm. were talking about how on dating profiles, people are now putting on, like, on their Tinder apps or all the other apps, they're putting on whether or not they would vaccinate or whether they are vaccinated. And so I pulled (laughs) up the article, and um, it was a lady that she or a girl on Tinder or something. And she was swiping through somebody like her profile or whatever. And so she went in the name, they changed their name to vaccinate. So people were putting like on, like it would be like Derek vaccinated or something like that. You know, like they were some form in their name that whether or not they had to be vaccinated. And I was, laughing so hard I, was, I brought it up to my brother and I was like people are putting these on their profiles I 
Like you're good with a vaccine, but like you're not gonna like admit like if you have to clap or something. You know what I mean? Like forget all like, like STDs, everything else. Like you're back, uh-huh. good to go. Yeah. Like cramp yeah. <laughs> free. Yeah, right. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one is a whole lot of different things going on. So it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. I normal. So hard though. I was like, that is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. You so, know what though? So do, you, do you think people ahead, do you think people will start to advertise that way? Like like in the, as their business, like our employees are vaccinated, like you know. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I would I wouldn't put it past them. I yeah, really I mean, you know, I do feel like that's like a HIPAA violation. Um, oh, like, I think yeah. so. I definitely think it is. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see, like, yeah, if they make this, you know, requirements for travel or for large right. gatherings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. How they, um, yeah, yeah, all that moving forward will definitely be interesting. But well, and I think it will be interesting, you know, it should, and I agree, it's a HIPAA violation, you know, will a business go as far to say, unless you're vaccinated, you can't come in, like, we're all vaccinated, mm-hmm. here. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Gosh, don't, don't even I put know, that out there. I know right. Too late, she put it out there. <laughs> I, I think Starbucks and Target, they're actually giving employee bonuses if you get the vaccine. Um, so like I think Starbucks is like 500 bucks. Like if you got um, wow. yeah, vaccine, wow. They wow. yeah, because it costs so much more to shut things down. Right. Then mm-hmm. you're know, right. outbreaking your location. It costs right. so much more. To shut wow. Down. That's, I didn't up. know that. That's interesting. So, yeah. I thought that was really interesting. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to so real quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did think that All right. Was- so you guys can thank you, thank you, Rocky, for that that tidbit on dating. You're thank welcome. You. So Nora, <laughs> you need to update your profile. <laughs> right. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, we have an exciting guest today. So um hopefully the new normal or we're we'll back to normal when it comes to the music scene this year. So uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So, so are, are we getting ready? All right. This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles and turned setbacks, comebacks, setbacks into comebacks. Their yeah. stories are unique interesting, and most of all, inspiring. We have an exciting guest this week. She's a native Detroiter. She has some Motown grit and energy in her soul. Laura Rain draws upon a variety of genres to create her unique and individual style and sound. She has released four albums with her creative partner, George Friend, and she is here today to share her musical journey which includes winning an award for Outstanding Blues Songwriters at the Detroit Music Awards. If you have not had the opportunity to see one of her shows or her exciting and amazing, exhilarating performances, you're going to have to check out her videos. Don't go just yet. Stay. (laughs) She continues to talk about her amazing journey and shares about all of the rest of 
the interesting um, parts that make up Miss Laura Rain. Welcome. Hey, hey, wow. Wow. Welcome. What an introduction. That was really cool. And it's still it's still uh, National Women's Month. So uh, yeah. those are uh, some profound statements of uh, overcoming and restarting and uh, setting goals. So uh, that's, that's all in there and all what we do. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and, and what a pick me up for the middle of the week. So nice to meet <laughs> all of you ladies. We yeah. met uh, Jackie at Team Money Greens um, show that we did back in September, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. September. yeah. And that September was so much 20. fun. That was one of the highlights of uh, 2020 for sure. <laughs> yeah. Good to get out. So yeah. Yeah, so it's um it's been really actually this year of COVID has brought uh, a tremendous amount of opportunities that uh, normally wouldn't have come so easily. I think just everybody being home and looking to do something creative or other creatives looking to reach out to people was really one of the um, sparks that that got us um, that turned into a flame. We we met a lot of really interesting people this year that uh, reached out from all over the world uh, that you know wanted to hear our music, that wanted to work on a project together. So, I mean, it's really been incredible. I, I hope that the rest of this year it, it follows what last year and the beginning of this year has um, started because it's it's been in, incredible and probably except for you know touring to packed festivals and and things like that across the country it, it really has been a tremendous experience uh, though we're all getting sick of you know being at home and not having the physical work there's been so many great things that have come out of this time so it's really cool. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Laura, that was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. to, uh, to see that you guys were able to make something happen during you know, dark days instead of being stuck. And I mm-hmm. want to get into everything you guys have going on because I know there's been some exciting opportunities that came out of 2020 for you guys. But before we get to that, we do want to get into your backstory. So, real quick, I saw Laura in the Caesars at Hyped Up Live Sessions, Team Mind's birthday, like she said, and I was freaking blown away. And he had a few different people on. Um, I had heard of Laura Rainey, but I've never seen her, you know, until that day. And I was all over tea going, oh my God, oh my God, I gotta get her on my show. It was so incredible. And then she came home and I watched it. And yeah. she was like, oh, I know. I mean, everything about it. And so I do want to get to the backstory of how you started this journey and how you got to this point, how you created this unique signature brand that you have. So let's go back to how you got into music. What inspired you to get into it? Well, how, you know, it it was something in me from a very young age. It's inexplainable. And there was some, some seed bestowed upon me. And I'm still trying to figure out what it is and how that happens. But um from a very young age, I was always drawn and pulled and singing and dancing and, and pulled like somebody's pulling me on a rope when I would hear a live band or a, a strong beat. 
I can't explain that feeling of like somebody else is pulling you. And mm. so it's been a lifelong journey really to, to live up to that. I feel like I've been given something and I've, I've certainly worked extremely hard at um, trying to um, see it to its potential because, you know, lots of failures and hardships, um, no projects that ever did anything, just bouncing around, not knowing the right direction. And, you know, it's, I wish I I wish I would be where I was, you know, I wish it would be now where I was, uh, you know, mm -hmm. 15 years ago. Um, but you can't, it happened, things happen and come together when they happen. And it's yeah. God's timing. It's the timing of the universe. So I'm, I'm grateful that I'm able to experience some successes at this point. Mm -hmm. But in 2011, I moved back from Los Angeles and um, had some devastating life events and had to start over. I mean, I, I lost everything. Start over again. Mm -hmm. And I started booking some shows, just restaurant, you know, shows, doing some cover tunes and um. I was looking for an accompanist uh, for a show here in, in Royal Oak and person that I'd hired had canceled. And George had been messaging me back and forth on Facebook saying that he wanted to come to um, one of my shows. And I had never met him though. We had mutual friends here in Detroit and in Los Angeles. Cause he had also come back from Los Angeles about a year and a half prior to when I came home. And had also gone through some, you know, life changes and so forth. So we met sight unseen. He showed up at the gig. We played the gig. And then a week later, uh, you know, he was telling me that he wanted to dedicate his time and his career to my voice. Wow. And, and a project that we were going to do together. So one thing turned into another. So a year mm -hmm. later, we had an album then two albums, then touring, then uh, uh -huh. baby, um, <laughs> three albums, Four, fourth album came, you know, in August after our son was born in May. And we really struggled after that. We toured, we toured for, we didn't start releasing music again until um, COVID, uh, until uh, August of 2020. So it was mm. three years. We had written music, wow. but we hadn't uh, released music because mm -hmm. it was, we were touring for two years and 2019 was actually like, oh my God, what have we done? We haven't released another album and our work is kind of going down. And, um, you know, we knew that we had to change everything that we were doing anyway, before COVID, because oh, wow. we were seeing the streaming shows coming up and what people were doing with social media and, and the type of music. And, you know, we were going in, getting in the van and touring across the country with now a nanny, a baby, the band. And wow, you know, mm -hmm. um, when things can go wrong on the road with all those people, they can really go wrong. And mm -hmm. so, and I love the road more than anything. I love it. I love it. I flourish touring. I, I flourish. It's exactly where I'm supposed to be, but 
at the same time, let's work smarter and not harder. Mm-hmm. So we started to record and, and finish some of the songs that we had been writing and even performing as the duo a little bit. And then we thought, you know what, George came up with this great idea to release a single a month to kind of restart. Mm. And, and wow. we're moving in a little bit different direction with our music. Um, restart everything, a, a video, uh, a single, and uh, a release every month with, with a song to, to retain our fans during the COVID mm-hmm. and get some new people uh, on our side and, and meet some new people, you know, all about mm-hmm. reaching out. And that was one of the things that we wanted to do before COVID and COVID actually made it easier for us to reach out because people that we normally wouldn't have access to were sitting at home working from home and, and we're like, wow, you know, let's see if we can get something going. So because of the momentum that we're releasing a single a month, which was a heck of a lot of work, let me tell you, doing a video, (laughs) We, yeah. we have no crew that our photographer and videographer that we usually use, well, we're not working. So right. my husband did everything and it was a trial and error. Some videos look better than others and wow. anything, but we did it all ourselves, um, except for soul mm-hmm. preacher that we actually did the video for that, um, pre COVID, um, Ingo Rautenberg had done that video. And, um, so by the time the fourth single came along, if I can't have you, we started to get some international attention with mm-hmm. our music and we got a um, review of a first listen and soul tracks. That's actually based in Ann Arbor, but for years I was contacting them and I never really um, linked up with them, but soul tracks got on board, started blasting out our music. Then we started meeting DJs from, the UK and Spain and Italy. And wow. Then our closer to the wind track was released on new year's Eve. And then after that, it just exploded. Whatever was with the song, we didn't even think it was very good, but the video with the song, people just flip. You you cannot gauge what's going to happen with a release. Yeah, you can't. Over 220,000. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's incredible. I have a question. I have like two questions. Okay. I, I looked at and listened to closer to the wind and the deal. And oh my, the do you roller skate? (laughs) Can you tell that I'm not very good? (laughs) But you were standing up. See, I roller skate. When I saw that, I said, oh, I got to listen to this song. I love both of those songs. They were really, oh, they were really good. And the video was good too. It was good. I I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. I said, look at her. And the skates were gorgeous. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. I I, I should have uh I, I tried to work on my roller skating. Um, I was riding, I was rolling around the block here with the stroller and the roller skates for like a month before. And, um, but I, I, I thought, wow, it, you know, some people even said, uh, you know, that point, you know, you need to skate a little bit better. I was, you know what? I put it out there. It's fun. I, it I'm was not, fine. I'm yeah. not saying that I'm, I'm the greatest skater in the world, but it was shot at the DeQuinder cut and it was just fun. 
It was, okay. it was really fun. I wonder where it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looked like you, it, you looked like you were having fun. And the song, it, I love the song. It, I Thank really you. do. Let me yeah. ask you this. What's the inspiration? And tell us the story behind um, Closer to the Wind. Because uh, it sounds like with everything you guys have gone through, like your what you told us a little bit about the past and where you were pre-COVID and then everything that happened during COVID, it sounds like you are getting closer to the wind. It sounds like mm-hmm. you <laughs> So tell us about the, the story behind the story. So closer to the wind, you know, I write all different ways, but Sometimes the song just comes to me and I, I just feel like sometimes it's like the golden thread in the universe is giving me this song and it's, it's written like that. And George has to be recording or else we lose it. And I can't remember anything I just said. It's like, <laughs> oh, wow. it's crazy. But that, that song really is, you know, uh, a cry out from my soul. I mean, it's a truthful story. You know, it was, it was written you know, really about myself. And it's, it's my Mm. story. It's my story. And the irony of that is that is what people really latched onto is that they could feel it. They could feel Mm -hmm. it through, through the music and the video that this was my story. That's true. Mm -hmm. And that they can relate. And it seemed like the timing of releasing it in the winter when everybody's kind of what's, what is going to be about 2021 people are hopeful, doubtful, maybe a little melancholy. It seemed like it really grabbed people. And that song is how we got a record deal in the UK. And it's, um, it's crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy how that ramped up and we actually have not released a single since because now we have some we will be releasing another single i believe in in may in the beginning of may okay so how how did this uh, label come up how did this happen wait can Uh, we stop right there before we go before we go to that can we ask about that song because i think you touched on something that was really important that um you said that when that song came out and you know you really didn't think it was that great like Mm -hmm. it was okay you released it but you didn't expect, you didn't have the expectations for that song to what it came from. Do you think that was because it was, as you said, it was so close to you. It was such mm-hmm. your story. Or do well, you, I, go ahead. I tell you that, you know, my husband, he'll always tell me that's a hit or that that's not it. And and he was telling me, this is not the song. This is not the song that's going to get it. This is not the song. <laughs> I, said, I said, how? Because I was arguing with him a week before <laughs> we released the song that I want, wanted to recut the vocals. I said, the vocals are not good enough. I struggled with the song. Record it. Sometimes this is just the way. It mm-hmm. comes out so easy when you're writing the song and then recording it. It just, it doesn't sound right. It's like fitting a circle in a, in a square. It's like mm-hmm. so, something's not working. So I argued with them and then I got my way. I said, I'm recutting the vocal. I'm recutting it. So we recut it right before we released it. And then we did the video two days after Christmas. So this was all done mm. in like a week and a half time. Wow. So I really feel that the success of that song is, is because of the delivery of the song mm-hmm. um, and the story. So I definitely feel that if I wouldn't have gone back and recut the vocal, 
it would not have had as much impact. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I said, you never know what song is going to hit people. And I thought that it was very strong when we first wrote it. And then, you know, it's like, well, we wrote it a while ago. And so I guess the newness and the excitement about, about it wears off. And I have Mm -hmm. in, in our past, releases I have thought this song is a hit this song is a hit and that's not the one that charts that's or the the one that I thought was the hit nobody played it on the radio so (laughs) oh wow it's great it's kind of crazy so Mm -hmm. you can't predict you just have to hold yourself to the highest standard at the time Mm -hmm. to create the music and then what happens with the song is what happens with it Mm-hmm. And there certainly is, and I think that's what happened with that song. Something resonated with your listeners and with the audience that maybe is what was the, how authentic the song was. And it's that mm-hmm. feeling. And if you can feel that it's, I, I think it's not uncommon for others to feel it too. So, so, right. It to you yeah. or, you know, sticking to your beliefs. Yeah. And, you know, staying <laughs> true to you because that's what got. Yeah. Yeah. So well done. Thank you very much. All right, Jackie. I'm so sorry. I just felt like <laughs> her deal. Her deal. Go ahead, Jean. Yeah. Yeah. Interrupting. Uh, no, I, I want to know. So how did, how did the whole uh, label um, deal work out from the UK? Like, how did they find you guys or how did that happen? So, you know, I had been reaching out. I mean, I have been reaching out to people in the U.S. for quite a while regarding our, our music. And I, I, I got some response. I didn't get the response that I wanted. I, I, and then when we started getting the airplay in the UK, I actually reached out to the label thinking that I actually connected with them on Facebook because I was connecting with all these DJs. I thought, Oh, this is an interesting person. You know, uh, uh, let me, I can't even, I think I sent uh, uh, him a friend request. I thought he was a DJ or a music enthusiast. And um, turns out he had a record label and I didn't know. Mm. I probably would not have contacted him (laughs) if I would have known because I would have been all weirded out about it. Like, what should I say? Or and, and, and I just, you know, sent a message, Hey, thanks for, you know, the friend request. Hope you're doing well. I hope you like our new music. Have you heard it? Just a, a real, you know, casual, um, message that I like to, to do because I like to know who I'm talking to on social media because it's, you have no idea who you're talking to. Um, mm-hmm. and then he sent me an email, you know, saying that he wanted to put out closer to the win and if I can't have you on a 45 and I thought well that's really cool um and Mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. everyone else started jumping on the bandwagon so you know these are these are small steps these are these are small steps but um Liam the owner of LRK we actually have our own label LRC it's really funny that he his label is uh LRK (laughs) (laughs) one letter off Yeah. yeah just like my husband, you know, before I met George, I couldn't find anybody to believe in what I was doing. And maybe I didn't believe in myself. It's hard, you know, to only have yourself and and to constantly say, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. When 
the things as musicians that we achieve, strive to achieve are not always tangible. And it's not a clear road from point A to point B. It's not like you get your bachelor's degree and you get a job and you're making 50, 60, $70,000 a year. And then you get your master's degree and now you can make in all these clear points of, of success mm-hmm. in the music mm-hmm. business. It's very murky. It's right. very murky. And it's a, it's a whole alternate world that you're trying to navigate. Right. Um, so when I met George, he believed in me. And I think that was the first thing that really sparked my, my creativity and, and the truth for myself that I could achieve. Wow. And Liam is, has that personality as well. So he is another truly a music lover and a music enthusiast that absolutely loves what we do. And these are the people, there are many small record labels in the UK um, Mm -hmm. that love soul music, Mm -hmm. all kinds of soul music. And I, I really didn't even realize this, but Liam uh, from the label loves our music and is truly a super fan. So I think that's a mm-hmm. great bus- business asset. You know, you have to love what you do. And so he truly loves and is passionate about the music that he puts out and he believes in us and our music. So I, that's a great partnership hands down. Right. Um, Let me, so, you. Uh, um, you, you said something about, you know, there was a point where, you weren't even sure if you believed in yourself. How did you stay with it? Because you're right, it is so difficult. And that's why it's crowded at the bottom of the music industry. It's just not many people, very, very few can get to the point where you got to. So how did you how did you stay in it and not give up? You know, it's incredible. You know, I, I struggle with that, I think, probably every day. Every day I struggle with, I'm, I'm going to do this. I can do this. You know, we are full-time musicians. I don't have a day job. Um, you know, this is what I'm put on earth to do. And it is, it is certainly a very difficult path, um, especially with a young child. It's, it's really um, a tremendous leap of faith and strength to to accomplish what you need to get done. So Mm -hmm. you have to believe in yourself because especially in this business, first of all, you, you have, you have to have quality material. You, you have to have something that is of quality. I mean, you can't, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to be realistic. Do Am I, am I talented? Is this a, I mean, I have tried to put this down so many times, but this is a God given will for me to continue on what, on what I do, because I'm not right when, when I, when I don't do this and I'm not fulfilling my passion and, and what I'm meant to do on this earth. Wow. So it's almost not even a choice for you, really. Right. If, I choose to do something else, you know, my, my heart hurts and my, and my soul hurts, you know, we all have to figure out at certain times what to do, mm-hmm. but all of my skills from my past and doing this and doing that, and we're able to survive uh, on music. It, um, 
we have survived and made money touring, which, you know, is a whole other animal, you know, people mm-hmm. like Rocky here. She, she, I don't even, the, 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 you're lucky you have your daughter who can manage all the social media and is of this generation that just knows how to do everything. It's like, <laughs> I can't figure out what she can do. And, and she can have 20,000 followers and I have 400, you know, and what am I doing? <laughs> but, um, it's incredibly difficult and to have the, the faith to continue. It's, it's a daily thing. It's a choice. Am I going to be a creative person? And this is what I have to do now. I need the time to fulfill the demand for more records and more music. So we got the one record deal and it's, and there's more on the table. Now we have to come to the plate and, and give this and this and this. So we really had to step up the bar, but Mm. um, belief and, and positive thought. And it's not easy, you know, for a a lot of us and in this state where we don't know what's happening with, you know, uh, gigs and, it really makes a difference. You know, um, it, it's incredibly hard, What you put out in the universe, you, you, you do get back. Right. And mm-hmm. if you don't believe in yourself, just, you might as well just forget yeah. about it. Sit down, forget sit down it. somewhere. Yeah. Forget about it. If you believe in yourself and follow through, on a thought plan, a thought process and complete an idea, well, then, you know, you can get to the next idea. You know, uh, this is the plight of being self-employed and being successful. And, and this also ties into, you know, being a woman and a mother and, you know, my business isn't going to get a hundred thousand dollar loan from the bank. (laughs) <laughs> these are these are very difficult business choices and and, and a d- difficult business that we're in because the larger uh world doesn't see uh, us as an investment though right. there are so you have to find the niche people that will invest and believe in your music so you believe in yourself you believe in yourself my husband believes in me now i'm finding other people little small ventures here, here, and here that also believe in our music. So mm-hmm. that is an exhilarating thing. So one, yeah. so someone else lends a, a helping hand, gets you to the next spot, gets you to the next spot. So it's kind of like a link uh, chain in, in, in creativity and positive thoughts. So, and, mm-hmm. and this is a good ideology, you know, with any uh, self-starting self-employed right. person. Right. Um, two things. One, how did you develop such a strong faith um, to, to go forward and, and do so much? You know, you seem very called to what you do and being connected like that. So many people, I think, just go on the mm-hmm. connection with their faith and what they do. You know, they'll go be an accountant when they're an incredible painter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they miss that, like, okay, this is really what I was called you to do but you're too afraid or, you know, maybe not connected as much with your faith. How did you develop that connection with your faith? Well, because I know what it feels like to be on both sides. I know what it's like for someone to keep you from what you're supposed to be doing. Someone to tell you that you can't do it. You're not good enough. You need to do this job. You need to do that job. I have been there. So through my Mm -hmm. experiences, trusting your gut is more and more apparent to me, but the more (laughs) I have 
small failures and small successes, it's, it's clearer what, what works uh, for me. So um, it's, it's living long enough to know that I know that I can always make money doing this, this, or this. I, I always, I've been giving mm-hmm. myself a timeline. Well, if I don't get it by this, I'm going to do this. If I don't get it by this, I'm going to do this. But that's not how the universe works. Right. You can't put mm-hmm. an arbitrary timeline. You know, mm-hmm. I've been doing this since I was 20 years old. <laughs> saying If I don't get a record deal by this, I'm going to do this. <laughs> if, if people are responding to our music now and, and we started to spark a, a flame, now we have to keep the flame stoked. So I can't give up now. Now That's I've got right. to really stick it to everybody and give them more right. music. Right. <laughs> well, Laura, we're, we're really Go ahead. Gonna say we're, we're really glad that you didn't listen yeah. to right. any of those people because right. you're yeah. you're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. My second question was you had mentioned um, you have to put out quality material. And I feel like so many people um, don't have, like, they're too connected to know whether it's quality or whether it's, like, their heart they're putting out. How have you developed, like, seeing your music from a business angle and mm-hmm. saying, you know what, this isn't working, this isn't working, let's go back to the drawing board on this and not allow your personal connection to kind of overtake mm-hmm. and, and, you know, dim the quality of your work? So for, again, I think that's a trial and error thing because there are everything I write, I write from my heart and it's all me. So there's no authenticity issue where I'm singing something and I'm not feeling it because I wrote it all and and I like it all. It's all a part of me. Sometimes it's about me. Sometimes it's about somebody else. Sometimes I'm writing as if I'm someone else and I'm watching a situation. So that is all set. Mm -hmm. Um, the quality issue, trial and error. I mean, um, there are songs where I used this player and this player, or this doesn't sound right, or the way that this was mixed, I don't like it. Um, Mm -hmm. We are now on our, you know, encroaching on our fifth album, uh, plus five singles behind us. So forcing Mm -hmm. my husband to work independently by himself and do everything, um, probably was a good uh, skill. And he actually now has somebody else kind of co-mix the, the music. He does a rough mix and then he sends it, sends it over to uh, uh, Roscoe and, and he does an amazing job, but really listening um, trial and error, you know, it, it, this stuff takes time. It takes, it takes time. We have no, my husband does, he's the producer. He's, the engineer, he plays guitar, he, he writes the music, you know, he, sometimes he helps me uh, finish the lyrics because I get stuck on a word for like, a, you know, an hour, the silliest things, like I can't figure out the last <laughs> phrase in the second verse and drives him crazy. So he does all this stuff that you don't see. He, he'll, he'll shoot the video, you know, he'll edit the video. It's, it's endless. So again, it's a, it's a trial and error thing. The, and the intent for us was to always be authentic. I've never tried to be something that I'm not because yeah. I've always just been me. And I, and I have been taking heat for being me for so long that, you know, I always thought one day I, I'm going to get rewarded for being me. I don't want to be like this person, this person, this yeah. person, this person, this is me. This is yeah. what I'm going to do. And I like it. And I, I think 
that when we're out on the road and we're, we're, we're traveling all over the place, I can tell that a lot of people like it too. Maybe not everybody yeah. likes it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we, I, I get good feedback for being me. So I will keep being me. <laughs> um, I, so yes, trial and error, as far as the recordings and, and the quality of the songs, we, I think we're hitting a stride where our, our level is getting much higher. How did you develop that? that um commitment to your authenticity because mm-hmm. i feel like so many people especially in this is every time a new fad pops up people are jumping yep. ship their artist yeah. and, yeah. and losing here, their commitment that's a good yeah point. here's another oh. thing too though with, with the music industry like a lot of other industries it's all about numbers um and there's a lot of pressure with that mm-hmm. and especially now that you guys are signed to a label how do you not lose your authenticity when you do have to uh, focus on building the numbers too? Well, uh, being authentic is something that uh, to myself is something I have no problem doing uh, in any facet uh, of my life. And uh, if I'm not authentic, uh, it only takes away, uh, it takes away from what I'm supposed to be doing. So I try to be authentic (laughs) all the time um i would not so the label so we we sold out our pre-order in about 36 hours for the um single so that tells me that um there is a market for what Mm -hmm. my husband and i do yes and there is also a market for all of the soul market that we do, soul, soul music that we do. It's not just 60s soul with a modern flair. I mean, I, I, I consider myself uh, a retro soul singer, whatever, whatever that encompasses. I sing from my guts and I, and I like music from the 60s, 70s, 80s. I, I don't know. I, I just do what I like and I don't write to fit a genre. I just, it just comes about. Mm-hmm. And our social media numbers are growing. We are working on that. And, and that has, that definitely has helped with our sales. Mm-hmm. I don't, the, the pressure we have thought about it. Like, should we, some people have said, you should just do this, just do 60 soul. Well, mm-hmm. I don't just do 60 soul. Yeah. I'm not, I, I, I get bored. And, and that is what my show has always been. Like we got slack from people we were, you know, at this blues festival or that blues festival. And sometimes people will say, well, you guys don't do hardly any blues. And I say, you know what? I do the music that I love and everybody else, you're on a blues festival. You got eight other artists playing, playing blues all night. We're right. going to do our blues music mm-hmm. that we do, that we love, that we've written. Right. And we're going to mix it up with our other music because people want to dance and they want to feel good and they want to hear something different. They don't need right. to hear blues from Laura Rain all night. Right. Uh, yeah. Or if I did 60 soul all night, that's not what I do. This, this I do a variety of music. Right. And, yeah. I, and I think we found a niche where they appreciate that. Right. So we will see with, with um, the next music that we have coming up because it's, it's more of the same kind of, I mean, it's modern. We have a, we have a larger um, producer that has done some hip hop stuff. He actually um, 
produced and, and recorded one of the tracks that will be coming up. So we're going to even reach more people and probably more people like Rocky, you know, mm-hmm. with, with what we've got coming up yeah. and, you know, it's all a progression and we hope to, we, we like, we like to pay homage to the past, but I don't want my music to be stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. I want it to sound like it's today, right. like it could be yesterday to today or five years in the future. Right. Yeah. I, I love that about you. Yeah, and I you. think that me too. Yeah, you created your own lane, really. Yeah, with you. Yeah, you have. You're fun. You. Um, your husband is an amazing guitarist. Oh my god, he's so good. Um, Thank you. What do you have planned? You said uh, you're going to be releasing music come May. Yes, we will be releasing probably a single in early May and then probably one in June and then the full length album July. Oh, wow. Okay. So we have, you know, we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> but um, I'm excited that we will have another release because the closer to the win really took us for a loop. And there's yeah. no way we could have released another single if we wanted to, because we got so busy from that one. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, the other sad thing is that I, I told my husband, I said, we're releasing a single a month. Our, our plan and a lot of our goals were met. But the sad fact is, is that people are not buying the digital single. This is this because people are bombarded with content, music, and mm-hmm. people are in the habit of not paying for some is something they can't hold, which I don't blame them. Yeah. I, I don't blame them at all because I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's hard for me to purchase something when I can watch the video for free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I can hear it, uh, you know, but really putting it on vinyl and, and building it that way, people are purchasing it. So that is the only thing I did not like about our singles campaign is that people were really not, we, we did sell some, but not like I had thought. So it's kind of a sad state for the arts when people can't buy a download for 99 cents, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so how did the vinyl, can you still, can you order the vinyl? Sold out. Wow. It is sold out. Mm. Wow. wow. That's great. Can you reprint more or no? You guys won't produce more? So I don't think they're going to do a second pressing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the, the, especially the UK labels, they're, they, they uh, do limited runs on purpose. Wow. Because they wow. have all these record clubs and 45 clubs and the DJs actually spin records. Wow. Oh, wow. So I know it's like a whole, then they do remix. It's like a whole thing that we're like, what, you know, it's, it's so <laughs> underground here. We, we don't even yeah. really <laughs> realize it. So no, um, we may feature closer to the win on another album, but right now um, we don't have an immediate plan to do that. We will probably release a CD in the future with um, a lot of our music since another reason we did the singles campaign is, well, we're not going to press a CD when we're not playing shows because that's where we sell them is at the shows. Yeah. So probably Mm -hmm. when the touring ramps back up and we are actually starting to 
book some runs. We'll see what happens. And, and um, you know, I'm hopeful, but then I'm unsure. I think everybody is in the same spot. Like, I hope I have enough work in uh, September and October. Yeah. Um, but yes, we will have some CDs in, in the future um, from what we've done this past year and uh, more vinyl. That's awesome. That is awesome. Will, they, will they increase the amount that is released for the next vinyl? Like, because you sold out of this last one and you only had X amount of units. Will they increase the units that they, that they, that they make available? I, you know, um, I hope so. I hope so. Vinyl is, is costly. I know that when we, uh, printed up our pleasure zone and cake single, we had that done at third man records in Detroit Mm -hmm. and then had the cover done, um, from another company. I mean, these, it, it costs, it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm not sure. I I would like to see a little bit more on, on the quantity because if, I could definitely sell that um, on on the road, but I'm not exactly sure. We'll see when we have everything um, put together what we're going to do, and when when we release the singles, we'll we'll have a better um, gauge as as far as the response mm-hmm. for and then the possible demand for the album. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Exciting, awesome. yeah. So any um, talk about you guys playing in the UK and things up and up? Yes. So um, right now, I mean, everyone is, is promising, you know, last year's acts, a a lot of uh, work and to book, you know, we played in France in 2016, which was amazing. Um, And we went in January, by the way, if you go to Paris in January, all of the stores have clearance. The department stores are mm. the best time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my, you would die. You would totally die. Uh-huh. The department stores are amazing. Like it's incredible. Like just please yeah. somebody beam me back to Paris in January. <laughs> I'm going to bring a thousand bucks with me and just go crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, it takes seven, eight months to really plan a UK tour because so I, I think probably we are talking with some people, but we don't want to do it haphazardly. There really has to be a lot of planning and you, it's so expensive to go over there. The tickets are, you know, the plane tickets alone. So you really have to have um, a a solid lineup of some shows to, um, to pay for all of this. Regardless, right. you know, who's paying for the tickets and the accommodations, somebody is paying for it. And we have to make sure that the work uh, can back it up. So definitely next year we will be over there. We hope to be in uh, France again, Spain. Wow. Um, I am talking with some people. So I, I think as more people get vaccinated right. and, and these variant you know, things are going away and hopefully people mm-hmm. feel better. I think a lot more of that will become more of a solid plan, but there has been quite a bit of talk about it. So it will happen, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking it's going to happen in 2022. Yeah. 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 Well, that's Amazing. exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. On, so, um, yeah, you guys have a lot going on. Unbelievable. It's just yeah. great. 
Do you think that because of everything you've gone through in your past, um, you were able to flourish in 2020? Because a lot of musicians were just really stuck and didn't do anything. You know, I have been through much worse. I can tell you that it was pretty Mm. bad, but I, I had a whole lot of blessings the entire year. You know, you can't explain why some things happen to you and when they, when they happen to you. I, right. I remember when I first came back from Los Angeles in 2011, I was going through a divorce. I lost my house. I, all this stuff happened. I just had like checks just dropping from the sky to me, mm. you know, just money dropping from the sky. I had money dropping from the sky for my first album. Um, so you can't explain the timing of, of these things when they happen, but I had, you know, I think a lot of us have had a lot of depression, anxiety, and all kinds of weird, you know, mental issues this year. Uh, I, I'm certainly not um, saved from from that type of um, dilemmas, but um, I've had so many blessings this year that I, I really, I, I can't even believe it, you know. Um, that just shows me, you know, those are, those are gifts from God. Those are gifts from the universe saying, you have to sit down and do this. You have to finish this. Cause for me, focusing on the music and, and not trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my bills and take care of my family and and all this, I have tremendous worry and stress about that. Mm -hmm. So when we get these little blessings, you know, and we have small successes with our music. It's just God telling me, okay, you have to finish this. You have to do this because more is going to come. More is going to come. And this is what my husband tells me. I mean, I'm, I'm the worst person to, to sit down and focus and concentrate on what I'm supposed to be doing because the world will take you in all different directions and all kinds of stress Mm -hmm. and maelstrom. Um, so you know, I thank my husband for trying to keep me sane and saying, you have to do this. Mm-hmm. Now we have to, now we're anxious about delivering all this music because now yeah. we've had some success, some, you know, small right. successes. And now we've got to deliver this music so we can have more small successes that, that link into something else. So uh, it just shows you that when you're on the right path, things trickle down and, 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 and good things happen. So um, more good things to happen. You know, the best the mm-hmm. pos- positive thought training and getting the, the singles campaign. I tell you, um, emotionally, it was good because it kept me busy because I had to uh, I had I knew that I was going to be in a video. So I can't, you know, sit around and eat all, eat all week long. I mean, I, 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 I'm not sitting on the scale, but I, I, you know, at least I know that I have to look presentable in front of a camera. You know, I, I'm going to have to put my makeup on. I'm, you know, I'm going to have to put some clothes on. I can't. So it was good for that. Just my mental state. It was really good. So, and now we're kind of in a lull time and we're about to get back into that again. So. The the momentum and keeping yourself busy and working towards a positive um, goal, um, it just shows that when you are on the right path, the universe lets you know, you know, Mm -hmm. God lets me know that this, okay, I got this, this came, so now I have to do this. And, 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 you know, we, we get rewarded 
for, for our work. But as far as the strife and hard times of COVID, I, I have been through so much worse uh, mm-hmm. that this was, you know, kind of a, a not bad at all. <laughs> it was bad enough, but, you know, yeah. the worst. Yeah. Wow. This was so inspiring, Laura. Thank you so much for your time. Now, how can people find you? How can they get your music? Um, And do you, are you going to have another campaign? Yes. So um, the first place would be to go to our website, laurarain.net. You can listen to all of our four albums and five singles for free. And you can purchase our singles for 99 cents. We have um, a couple albums uh, in stock you can buy if, if you would like to have them. Website first. And then we're, we're you know, all over the place. You can find us on Facebook. Um, our music's on Spotify, YouTube. So wherever you prefer to go. But I always say the website's the first place because then you get right. the whole picture and you don't get caught up And as Yes. The campaigns are about to ramp up. So we're, okay. we've got to get rolling on some more campaigns. So we will be busy um, now until the end of summer with this new music that we will be releasing. And hopefully that will take us through the, give us some opportunities and take us through the fall and uh, winter. So awesome. yes. And, Congratulations on everything. Yes. I yes. can't wait to see you live again. Oh, and that'll happen soon. Um, we do have uh, Laura's um, website on our page. Yep. So copy that and you can find her everywhere else. So, and congratulations to you and Jordan. You guys are just, you're crushing it. I can't wait to see what the future brings. Thank yeah. you. Well, it was it was a pleasure uh, talking to all of you gals this afternoon, and, and you really uh, lifted up my spirits. And it, it was wonderful <laughs> to um, chat with some ladies. And um, I, I really appreciate the support from you know I really do. So um, good luck with everything that you're doing. And I think uh, one thing that I've learned this year more than anything is that we have to support each other as women. Yeah, it's it's imperative. Right. It's imperative that we support each other and lift each yeah. other up. So uh, I agree. I'm there for all of you gals, whatever you got going uh-huh. on. So. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for spending time with us. Let's take a look at this. We have our fortune cookie of the day. Here we go. A little. Bit. I just dropped it. Don't abuse the fortune cookie, Gina. <laughs> I know. That's all right. I know the girl who made them. Uh, <laughs> A golden egg of opportunity falls into your lap this month. Ooh. All right. Ooh, good good one. One. To yeah. Closer to the win, I think. Right? Yep. Yes. And 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 the deal in the roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is that's right. Thanks for taking the face, everyone. Happy week. Happy hump day. Happy Happy Wednesday. See you all next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.